On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, let's get back to High Tide. <laughs> it's five minutes. What are you dancing around for? I'm trying to bring my chair in. I had coffee duties during <laughs> during the news, so um, yeah. Now now I'm sitting down. I can give you the weather for Sydney's. Why incl- couldn't you give the weather standing up? Because <laughs> I'm bending down for the microphone, reaching across for the mouse. Oh. It looked it was a tragic look, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> north for Sydney Harbour, Pittwater, Botany Bay, north to northwesterly blow ten knots, tending northerly, ten to fifteen knots in the early afternoon, then becoming northerly by the evening. A gusty southerly change, 20 to 25 knots late in the evening. Offshore, north to north westerly, 10 to 15 knots, tending north to north easterly, 15 to 20 knots in the early afternoon. A southerly change, 20 to 25 knots late in the evening. Now, the seas will be 1 to 1.5 metres, decreasing to 1 metres during the morning. The first swell will be southerly around a metre. The second will be easterly around a metre. And the overall outlook, Mr Blake, sunny. Sunny, hot, hot, 40 degrees out west. Let's go up to mid-north coast, see what's happening. Laurie McAnally, good morning. Uh, good morning, Alan. Good, and good morning, Grant. Good morning, listeners. And Kieran, too, if he's there. Oh, he's, no, he's not. He's on the sick list. He's, he's on the sick he's list. On the yeah. sick list. Oh, poor Kieran. <laughs> At least you won't be able to bag him, I suppose. That's a, oh, no, no, no. We can still bag him. It's just he'll try and get us back later. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, anyway, so a fishing report first. Yes. I, I actually I fished yesterday, and a uh, very interesting day. After I, I was actually listening to the show early. And you had, uh, who'd you have on from the South Coast? You had... Um, Roscoe. No, 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 Benito. Benito. They were talking about eating Benito. He was talking oh, about, PJ, uh, wasn't it? No, no, no sorry. No, no. Uh, um, Greg Reid. Greg Reid. Yeah, Greg Reid on He made it sound so delicious. I thought, oh, I'll have to catch a Benito. <laughs> I just have to get one. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm heading, I decided to go to Fish Rock. So our normal our wide fishing is finished. It's... Um, for anyone who's out uh, listening, uh, the the fad, the boy out in 106 metres, is half under. There's three knots wow. current. Yeah. And if we so forget that, then bottom fishing has gone off a bit anyway, a fair bit anyway. But we had we had that spectacular run of table fish over Christmas, so that helped everybody. Uh, so I said, I'll go to Fish Rock and, and Black Rock, and I'll catch um, a few of these Moses perch. My mate Terry and I, well, I caught a couple, but Terry caught five, I think. Um, so I thought, no, no, this will be good. And I'm, I've got my new Kabura jig so I can legally fish around the rock. So off I, off I shot. So, you know, on the way down, I had the high speeds out, the big high speeds for Spanish and Wahoo and whatever, but the water was green. But I did get some big bonito, four. So I brain spiked them, put them on the ice. I thought, yep, having listened to all that, I'll, I'll, I'll make, I like, I make those things called Kokodas, which is the Fijian raw fish with the lime, lime and the coconut milk and chopped up little, finely chopped up tomato and shallots and onion and you mix it all up and eat it. Very delicious. So off I, off I, so I've got four bonito when I get the fish rock, so that's all right. And the, as, as I get the fish rock, the, oh, and so we had, of course, we've got two, you know, there was about 50 boats there. This guy, I'm, the usual tourist thing, there's a wave rider with a, a with a ski pole at the back and I'm, I'm coming down, he's on my right hand side, so I go to the right. And he immediately counters by going to the left. <laughs> <laughs> I go a bit more right, so does he. <laughs> and 
Australia, here we go, it's tourist time. <laughs> so my first run, I couldn't go where the fish were. So what I did then, I just stopped. I just let him make his own. <laughs> I wasn't going to cause any. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, there, was a, there was a birds and there was birds working and Kingy smashing bait on the top and, and as I said, but this guy, yeah, he was, for whatever reason, I don't know why they copy you. You know, I was deliberately moving to my right, which is what you're supposed to do. Right. You know, you give way to the right. He had right away. There's no problem. I'm, I'm just moving out. So, yeah, so he counters. He does exactly the same thing in, in a mirror image. So he ends up absolutely square on with me, heading straight at me. So that was all. You know, I thought, yeah, you've, you've learned the rules. You passed. You know, you actually had a 50-50 chance of getting the multiple choice right, so you must have ticked it correctly. <laughs> but you obviously have no understanding of the rules. No, he, he's, anyway, of, he's of the opinion red to red and green to green, and if in doubt, go between. <laughs> <laughs> well, all he was doing was being like a car driver instead of a boat driver. Anyway, look, it didn't matter. We didn't, you know, I just, as I said, I just went to idle and let him let him go past, you know, because don't forget when I'm high, when I'm pulling the lures at 12 knots, I've you know I've, I've got them out about 70 metres. I've, I've also got to not let the idiots run behind me. Yeah, yes, cut across your right. stern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that happens a bit, but what ends up happening because they're rigged on wire. Uh, the the mackerel, the ma, the uh, wahoo and mackerel lures have all got uh, 1.2 metres of wire on them, and they get about uh, you know 100 and something metres of 80 pound mono and a few metres of wire around their propeller, and then they think, oh, I should tow them home. <laughs> or somebody should. <laughs> so I'm very cautious. I've caught two over the years um, like that. They just zoom behind you, you know. But that's because you're using barbed wire. Yeah, well, no, the barbs come from my vocal cords. <laughs> Anyway, I just, uh, so yeah, so we did that. So I, I caught one nice kingy. As soon as I got there, all these kingies boiling up on the top. So uh, um, they do like high-speed trolling lures. Kingies are quite switched on at times, but they're mostly other knowledgeable fishermen will seem to be hooking them on poppers, but not landing many because the sharks were eating them. But anyway, that's another story. So I, I get one fish in the boat about 80 centimetres, nice kingy, give him a spike, put him on the ice. So I thought, well, I'm right for the day. No matter what happens, I've got something good to take home. Julie will be happy. So uh, I mucked around, and so I fished with these, wound the high speeds in, fished with these Kabura lures. The first fish I catch on the Kabura lure is a three-kilo flathead, dusty <laughs> flathead, that fish rock. What's he doing there? Yeah. <laughs> so, lovely big flathead, 67 centimetres, so he gets a spike and goes in the box, and then yeah, everything else went downhill from there. The sharks ate everything, so whatever I hooked, the sharks got. Including three of these lures, they're twenty-two bucks each or twenty-three bucks each. By the time you got them rigged up, you know, I was seventy bucks out of pocket <laughs> by ten o'clock. I thought, oh, this is no good. Anyway, I'd right at the end, I caught another legal-sized kingy. So I had two kingies, what that? Two kingies, a big flathead, and four nice big bonitos. So it was all right. We, you know, I shared a few fish around this afternoon and kept them. And, and then, of course, I keep emphasising to listeners. The fantastic, the fact that you've got this beautiful fish that, you know, most people can't get it. They can't get it that fresh, that's for sure. And so, yeah, last night's dinner was kingfish uh, and um, bonito sashimi. Beautiful. Absolutely. But please, if, again, if you don't know what you're doing, learn. Go and watch on YouTube. Make sure the surface you clean and fill your fish on is absolutely spotless. 
Yes. And your hands are spotless and your knife is spotless. So having had friends who poisoned it, you know, picked up the phone one morning early to the sound of five people throwing up. <laughs> what do I do? I said, go to hospital, call an ambulance. <laughs> he cleaned the fish on the cleaning table and, put them, and sliced them up and in brackets had some sashimi at the cleaning table. Yeah. Yeah, and they were all dead. And they all, yeah, they all lost about, you know, it was better than Jenny Craig. They all lost about four or five. <laughs> Not a pleasant way to lose it, but. But they were in a holiday. Yeah, they were in a holiday house and finding toilets and, and receptacles for five of them. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, it was becoming an issue. <laughs> <laughs> it took them a few days to get over it. So yes. no, be, look, if you're going to do sashimi, folks, don't don't just watch Master Chef or whoever these idiots are on television. You, you be very very careful. You know, you're eating uncooked product. It's uh, you have to be very careful. So anyway, so that was that. I was listening on the radio and I spoke to Peter, Peter from Reefrunner, on uh, a Reefrunner, sorry Peter. Um, so Peter Brenton went north and he told me he was going north. He got one spotty, one big spotty, lost and missed two strikes. But it was pretty quiet. The top cats, there were two, and one fella got two little Spaniards at the close ground and there was just a handful of spotties caught. So, uh, But that's not how, I asked the question last week too, but it's, they're not catching them in numbers north of us. So that's, I think we're going to have a pretty quiet mackerel season unless something changes. So, but we've had these weird currents. I don't know what you make of, you know, yesterday, this time of year, the current should be fast, hot. It was green water, as I said, and north of me, it was Kaki out front, but there was green water at Fish Rock and 24. So we're down two degrees. So who knows? I'm not, you know, I'd like to be able to forecast. Some of these things were the same certainty as some of our scientists do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, at least I got a feed. There was a guy at the boat ramp with a good feed of flathead from the river. He had four or five nice flatties that he'd got in the river and, and quite a big brim. So, no, look, it's, off, offshore's a little quiet. The guys who were fishing, as I said, with poppers, I think one of the guys here, with a, there was a big blue boat there. He had two, he and his son had landed two 90-centimetre uh, kingies and lost about five poppers, so... So he's short 150 bucks. And Mark Bird must be loving fish. T- the tackle shop must be loving all this. So, uh, and I saw the charter boat, uh, Ocean Hunter. He had a few fish, but uh, I don't know how many he got in the boat, but he certainly hooked quite a few. And I know he got one in the boat because I saw him gaff one up. So anyway, no, there's, there's, there's enough out there to keep you busy, but it's not. It's certainly not red hot. And, and as you said it from um, the Golden Lure down at Port Macquarie, the, the marlin fishing, very tame. Very, very quiet. A lot of pe- a lot of diesel and petrol expired for not much. Yeah, so it seems very patchy. It's you, you know, you, you spoke about it being you know weird with regards to the the watercolour for this time of year, when you know um, when everything when we got rid of La Nina, we're expecting a pretty hot summer, lots of bushfires and things like that. None of it's eventuated, and particularly that ocean current. Nowhere near as prevalent as it been. There is a hot current there, but you know, after Woolai starts to go offshore. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it swells I've, out I've towards been Watching the current, and yeah, it is north of us. There's a bit. There's a big, as you said, just about off Woolai, and then it comes back into the coast just off Port Stephens. Yeah, that's it. Just near Foster. Yeah. So anyway, look, it's just how it is at the moment. And hang on, there's enough fish to keep it. And you've got to be a bit. I always have to be a bit careful because you know I have expectations of what I can catch, but. For the average, what I caught yesterday, I mean, I've fed, I've filled it all up and I'll, and, uh, 
I go one of the ladies at Pilo asked me for some. She, oh, I love a piece of fresh fish. So I gave her half a kingy yesterday, and she was thrilled, <laughs> <laughs> thrilled to pieces with this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on a on a foam tray all covered over. She said, "Oh, can I can I give you some money?" I said, "No, no yeah. I, don't, I don't take any money." I said, "Just you just enjoy the fish." Yeah. So, but people appreciate. You know, someone cares enough to give them a piece of fish. So, Julie's bowls partners and Valda, you'll get a nice half a flathead. So, there's a by the time I feed everybody, there'll probably be five or six feeds in it anyway. You'll need yeah. to go back fishing and catch them all for yourself. No, I mean, no, I tell everybody if it says ten knots variable on the weather forecast for this bit of the coast, don't ring, don't don't turn up, don't do anything because I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> if it's ten knots variable, I'm out there. Yeah, that's so, the way to so, go. But anyway, we've had the beach beaches have had a few fish on them. Redweed's an issue south. Here. Uh, the main beach here has got a little bit of redweed down the hat head corner, but you can fish. Gap Beach is okay, and North Beach off Stewart's Point yeah, is probably the pick off them. It hasn't got weed and is firing quite well for whiting on worms. Uh, this time of year, just, just use beach worms, folks. Don't worry about all the fancy baits, just chuck a beach worm out. Your best chance is whiting. Uh, and in the river, as I said, obviously there's still plenty of flathead. The fish that were caught yet that I saw yesterday you had. Three or four nice fish, about a kilo each, and two small ones, and a big brim. And uh, if you if you can't catch a flathead, then they'll just suicide at Fish Rock for you. So you don't even, you don't even wherever you go. Look, this has been one of the great vintage years for flatties. There's you know there's all sorts of uh, uh, numbers of them out. Even the ones out wide, the big red fellas, the big tiger flathead, have been out in the deep water. And normally they're a winter thing, and we had them right till Christmas. So, I don't, okay. you know, again, a bit weird. And that's that's so, what I was what I was referring to. Like uh, some species are down, but you, you know you can walk across most lakes on the backs of flathead. There's just that many of them oh, around. So <clears throat> there's still plenty of fish to catch. It just may not be the one you wanted to target. That, that's exactly right. You, you've got to make the best of what's there. As I always tell people, um, particularly offshore, you get what the current brings you. Yeah. You know, if it, you know, like if if, if, if it's right. And the fish are there, you'll catch them. As long as you know what you're doing. Anyway, you, you need to go to your ad break. We do. Come back and, and talk a bit of boating and fishing. Sounds okay. like a good plan to us. We're happy with that. Let's uh, 20 minutes, almost 20 minutes after five, here on High Tide. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. It was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae? After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and what would you tell our listeners about this product. Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arborvitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arborvitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arborvitae.com.au Always read the label and follow the directions for use. 
There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's razorback4x4.com.au. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg Ginger Beer is a true blue brew, a quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger and a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew, Bundaberg Ginger Beer. This is 2SM Sydney. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 23 minutes after 5 o'clock. The podcast from the first hour of the program are live on uh, on whatever your favourite one is, whether it's Apple Play, whether it's Spotify. So where do they go to find the podcast? Well, about there. Just go to Google and type in High Tide, H-I, not H-I-G-H. And ignore the guy that's in America that uh, runs his H-I Tide and look for the Aussie one and just type in High Tide Podcast and it'll come up. RSS is where we host it, so if all else fails, go there. Okay. Laurie. What's a podcast? <laughs> a pain in the backside, actually, if the truth be known. But I hey, know, I, I do know what they are, but I've never heard. I've never listened to one. I wouldn't even. Yeah, good. I'm a I'm, I'm a, a technological moron, so I'm, I'm battling to send an email. I'm like, you know, I'm good on emails. But actually, I'm very good on emails. But yeah, past that, I'm lost a bit. And then these high-tech phones, well, if you saw my phone, you'd understand. I don't even have a camera on my phone. Nokia 610? No, 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 no. I have a $137 Telstra special. <laughs> and the, the, no, no, Julie, Julie has a very flash uh, Samsung thingy that takes, you know, does everything, you know, opens and shuts. But because of my habits of dropping them into the ocean, after disposing of three seven and $800 phones, I now have a $137 throwaway. <laughs> which, which we're talking on right now. Now I know where. Now I know where Kieran picked up the habit from. No, I, I, I destroyed. If you lived in the environment I do, it's it's just how it is. Yeah, you know, you lose phones. Yeah, and if you right. drop them, drop them over, if you know, some days I get wet. I, I, I have a an all weather boat. You know, I get all the weather. It's open. It doesn't have a cabin. Doesn't have anything. It's just a big tinny. But it's nice, Al. It's quite nice. That's good. That's good. And it catches fish. <laughs> yeah. Well, having said all that, yeah, yes, uh, there was. I, I did have a bit of homework through the week. Uh, 
Well, you, yesterday you guys were talking about various dealers. When I lived in Sydney, I lived in Five Dock and then Croydon, and, and uh, Peter Hunt was our sort of closest dealer. I bought a, uh, and you do get a, a, a relationship with your dealer. If you're going to buy, go and buy boats like I do, uh, you just have to um, to work out. And it's all right, the dealer looks after you too, you know. It's a, right. one of those... Two-way street. It's a two-way street. And, yeah, I bought a couple of boats off Peter Hunt. The service was always good, so I went back to Peter Hunt. And then when I moved out west, we went to Al. Yeah. So, and I bought, I'm on my third Al boat uh, from, uh, from, um, uh, from well, through Lee. And the last one was just bought on a phone call. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Lee, I told Lee I was looking for something, you know, which was a, you know, a little tinny in good nick, you know, with all the with a full pension a pack, you know, power tilt and trim, center con- uh, console data, da, electric start. No, you know, once you get over sixty, you don't have full start engines, folks. Just <laughs> use, use electricity for anyway. But yeah, but that was bought on a phone call. Yeah. You know, Lee said, "I've got a beauty for you." And I put the money in the in the account and went and picked the boat up a couple of weeks later. So yeah. it's just one of those things, and. and well, he's not going to ring me and tell me he's got a good boat for me if he's got a piece of rubbish. You know, That's it's right. not some sort of, it's not some like you know the old Parramatta Road bloke with the you know no. the, the dodgy dodgy brothers with the long moustaches. No, yeah. and uh, and and I'm you know the boat's been absolutely perfect. But I, I do think people need to realise that working through a dealer, you do get some advantages. Yes. Well, look, I was I was taught by one of my mentors many years ago, and um, his boat used to be called Dunner Deal, because he said when you do a deal, both parties have to be happy, then you deal again. Yeah. It's exactly how life works with everything. Well, I'm on my third boat from you. That's right. Yeah, never had a problem. Well, then, yeah. as I told you a few weeks ago, the, the first boat you sold me, he's got 4,000 hours on it. <laughs> no, and has not missed a beat. Yeah. Hasn't even had a backfire. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's good. But the kid who's got it also, if you go around, you you know you see him at, with the cowl off, and he does his service. Yes. He looks after the. He's a commercial fisherman. He has no choice but to look after it. And speaking of commercials, I had a guy, uh, a friend of ours, who who services boats up on the uh, on the Gold Coast. He was telling me that he's having a few problems with a parts for sort of mercruisers that have out of date, you know, got a bit of you know a bit of age on them, and B, the insurance company. He does a fair bit of insurance work. They will no longer accept second-hand parts. He can only repair them with new new bits. Uh, that's depends who the insurance company is. A couple of the yeah. insurance companies. I'm not going to mention any names. No, I don't. No, no. Want you to want you to use on an older thing. Want you to use second-hand parts, and I won't do that because they want you to use second-hand parts, and they want you to warrant it. And so no, yeah. hang on a sec. <laughs> I'll use the second-hand parts, but you warrant it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's had an issue because he cannot get the new parts for these older Mercruiser. Yeah, well, Mer- Mercury's had some big issues uh, with parts, even for newer engines. We were waiting on a seal kit uh, for a, an Alpha One gearbox uh, for eight weeks, and yep. they couldn't supply it. And that's current stuff, Alpha One. And yeah. uh, we end up having to go after market with it, which we don't like to do. It was an insurance job. Uh, but yeah. you can't say to customer, well, you're sorry, you're going to miss out on Christmas. Your boat's going to be off the water that's only six yeah. months old when it's had a little accident because you can't get parts. Yeah, well, he's, he's finding all sorts of – but he works on sort of one stage bigger than – you know, he's working on in-water boats most of the time and yeah. little ferries and, um, you know, transporters and, 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 and yeah, you know, the, the sort of boats out to about uh, – 17 metres, 15 metres. That's right. And they, those commercial boats can't afford to be off the water for weeks on end. No. Yeah, and the guys obviously who own it are pressuring him yes. to get the job done. And he said, mate, I just can't get you the parts. Yeah. 
you know, and and then he he used to have obviously you know a source of sacrificial parts from old engines and old legs, but he's it's, he can't use them now. So, no. or he can if you if you're happy with it, but the insurance company won't 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 be part of that. No. Anyway, that's by the by. That's uh, we had a bit of homework from the last couple of things. Like uh, one Graham Donaldson rang me. He said, "You keep saying this fish is the best to eat." I said, and he's sort of saying, "Trags are by far the best." Well, trags are beautiful. Graham, and I, I do probably get carried away. There, there are a group of fish that are just, by, by their very nature, really, really good to eat. You know, and and I know I get a bit carried away sometimes, but you know, it's down here it's sort of pigfish, pearl perch, and everyone says, "Oh, what about snapper?" Well, snapper just make the A grade. They're just there's plenty <laughs> of better fish than snapper. Yeah. And then when you get up north, you get you know coral trout, which are sensational. You know, and hussars, which I like, and we. Well, the reason I went fishing yesterday for um, Moses perch is they're so good to eat. Yeah, they're just they are just standalone beautiful. But there's a whole bunch of fish that live along that sort of top line. You know, John Dory and um, uh, all those other bits and pieces. But and and out out, out wide, you catch the pinkies, blue eye, and Alphonsine and all that sort of stuff. They're just really really good to eat. So there's no best fish. It's what you like, you know. But I do go looking particularly uh, for for the better table fish. There's no question of it. Yeah. I don't I don't deliberately fish for mulwong because I don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. And someone else said I was a bit flippant with uh, Dennis Donald's complaint the other day, and I I, I I didn't mean to just say I'm retired. I retired very deliberately from everything. Um, so I can go and just enjoy myself. It's yes. not, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be flippant, but I will say, Dennis, please don't be too critical. You've got to you don't have to cast your mind too far back to you know the late nineties, early noughties when you know there were people in DPI who were just openly corrupt. You know, yeah. I mean, I had to deal with them. They just <laughs> they were in it for the money, and they mm-hmm. didn't get where it came from. A couple of those are in jail divers, now. Then we, had, <laughs> then we had the divers take over. Yes. And we, we we lost every single piece of real estate on the coast that the divers can get their hands on, which has now become their property, apparently. It's, I always thought it was community asset, but um, DPI certainly made sure that they got a good run. And uh, please don't be too critical. We've got people in there at the moment who actually think about recreational fishing and know about recreational fishing. And, uh, yeah, I'd be very careful with that one. Sometimes I'm, I'm, sometimes you have to look at it from a glass half full, not a glass half empty. Yeah, no, and look, there's, there's heaps of things that DPI do really well, and I've said it, you know, the, their freshwater breeding program's great. They soon have got trout back on track. Uh, you know, the, the kids' education stuff is really good. I'm, 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 I'm a bit loath to, you know, really pull the trigger. You know, if there's something I've got to say, it'll be said in Parliament. Yeah, I'll yeah. get Mr. B- Benaziak can do it for me in Parliament, but I'm not going to come out unless it's really, really bad. I don't really want to get stuck in all. Yeah. Um, so, so there's my homework for the week, and that'll all about just about do us. We'll catch you next Sunday. That's good. You're going fishing today? No, yesterday. Yeah, I've got grass to cut. Just, you know, there's things to do. But I, no, no, no. I'm going. To, I've got the rest of the one kingy. I've got to plan what I'm going to have tonight for tea with the other side of the kingfish. So, <laughs> um, oh, oh, no, I, I, I like kingfish done in the... Um, uh, if you go onto the internet, there's some really good teriyaki kingfish recipes. You use the whole fish, all but the head and the guts. But uh, you do the wings, you get the wings all crispy under the griller with some teriyaki. And then I'll, I'll have a bit of uh, sashimi entree and probably teriyaki kingfish with some rice and oh, some uh, salad. Lovely. That'll do. That should be healthy. That should, you know... 
keep my doctor happy. What about what about the wine that goes with it? I don't drink. I haven't drunk for years. Yeah. Three years since I've drunk. Yeah. I'll have a cup of tea before I'll have a beer. Yeah. Oh, so, Julie will have one for you. Julie will have bubbles, thank you. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and another dozen oysters, please. <laughs> okay, Laurie. Thanks we'll for that. Later. Okay, have fun. Bye. Laurie McAnally from South West Rocks. He's a good boy. Well, teriyaki. What, what doesn't go well with teriyaki? You have teriyaki toast. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, I yeah. love the stuff. Yeah. It is 26 minutes away from six on the other side of this break. We're going to catch up with Peter Johnson. Talk overnight. Princess Mary soon to become Queen Mary. Born in Hobart and now to become a, a queen. First time an Australian born to become a royal. I think it's a, it's a fantastic story. This is 2SM. Well, as the world's growing more aggressive in the way it is, I think we've got to keep an eye on our own. I mean, you want to be an Aussie, mate? You've got to be an Aussie. People come here and they usually renounce their country because they want a better life. Why would you have two citizenships? Talk overnight on 2SM. Treat your taste buds with irresistible chocolates from the Byron Bay Chocolate Company. Oh, can I have one too? Yes, here's a moon macadamia. Mmm, thanks. Oh, yum. Australia's finest chocolate-coated fruit and nuts, locally sourced and imported from our perfect growing climate of the Byron Bay region and our beautiful hinterland. It's a little family company, big in chocolate, supplying the world. Can I have another? Here, chocolate macadamia. Look out for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at quality independent outlets. You can turn your wedding or other group function into a memorable special occasion at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks Clubhouse is the perfect venue for any group get-together, party or celebration. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function Staff on 9670-8888. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9. Kia's all-electric seven-seat SUV with an integrated panoramic display and premium relaxation mode. The Kia EV9 provides you with all the best luxury and comfort features. Book a test drive and experience the most groundbreaking Kia ever. Kia, movement that inspires. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... This is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 24 minutes away from 6 o'clock here on High Tide. Yeah, not a bad day to get out amongst it today. Though do be warned if you're thinking of staying out later into the evening, there is a southerly change making its way up the coast. Nice warm temperatures. In fact, it looks like a pretty good week coming our way. But tomorrow for the uh, Sydney metropolitan area or the Sydney coast, there is a, a strong wind warning, Alan. Well, let's go to PJ and see if you've got any late mail for us. Morning, PJ. G'day, Al. G'day, uh, Grant and Kieran and all the listeners out there. 
Oh, I got a bit of a, a, a late mail. Um, some of the prawn run and on uh, earlier this week, I finally caught up with some of the guys that been fishing down the Breckenridge Channel. Or when I say fishing, um, anchoring and 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 netting prawns are doing all right. They're getting, you know, they're getting just short of their um, bag limit, a, a bucket. You know, they're getting about four or five litres a night per person, scooping them just in the tide. And uh, so um, that's going to fail the more we get closer to the full moon uh, next week, early next week. But, um, yeah, so the, the prawns have been uh, going pretty good down there. They're a mixture of school prawns and eastern kings and greasy backs. So that's been all right. And and do what uh, Laurie Mack and Julie and myself do when we're prawning like that. A few live ones out the back on a on a, a long leader and uh, let it sit there and wait for the big whiting to smack them. They're uh, they're quite a a good uh, uh, yeah, diversion from the prawning when you hear your drag start screaming off on your rod. Um, yeah, so uh, on top of uh, what's been happening is the um, the crabbing uh, is has been going pretty solid. Um, there's uh, swimmers in just about every bay in uh, in the in the lakes at Foster and. Um, there's still quite a few, uh, quite a few mud crabs to be having. This bit of rain we've had is going to make them walk a bit more, so I think that'll be a good thing. Um, <clears throat> there's been a couple of dew taken off the beach in the last few days, which I found out, and um, they've been mainly falling to uh, worm baits. So if you can find yourself uh, some some nice uh, uh, short, fat uh, beach worms, you'll you'll fit them on a seven o. No problems, but if not, um, just go to a five hour and use some of the, the, the smaller tiger worms that they've been getting, or the bristle worms, and 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 you should do all right, top and bottom of the tide. Um, but just find yourself a nice uh, a nice gutter uh, with an outer sandbank, and uh, hopefully put you into. It's, uh, Diamond Beach has got some great formations on it, so um, I think that little bit of bump we had's helped create some of the, the holes and gutters in the in the sandbank network. So I know fish have come off Diamond Beach, and quite a uh, quite a, a good collection of people have been fishing for them on Harrington and Crowdy Beach as well. So a uh, bit of late mail there on the sand kickers to catch a few dew. Um, whiting and data on the beaches are uh, fairly decent numbers now, so it's well worth going up taking the family up the beach for a few hours and fishing that um, making tide period. Um, another thing you want to look at is you get a blind gutter, that's not a bad spot to fish because uh, the water flows into that uh, blind gutter end, can't get out, so all the nutrients just get uh, walloped into that blind gutter and the fish tend to congregate there. As long as there's you know, a foot and a half to two foot of water there, you'll, you'll get whiting in there, not a problem. All right, so... Um... Now, we did say we're going to talk about a crab omelette. Mm-hmm. And to be, to be honest, um, Linda's recipe, she gently folds the egg you know, after, she, after she does the egg mixture. I put a bit of milk in mine. Linda doesn't. And that's why Linda's recipe is probably a bit better because um, she beats it, the egg really, really well, two eggs, and um, sometimes three. depends how rich you want it. And 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 then when she's cooking it with that uh, buttered pan, um, she's just folding it around the edges to make sure it's, it's it's not lifting and breaking. And then what my job is that I crack the crab open and I take all the meat out of the body and out of the claws and the legs, and then we break it up into smaller bits and pieces. And then uh, she just folds it through the uh, the omelette, then folds the omelette over on top of the crab meat. 
and then after a little while, let it settle down. She flips it and uh, get it back onto the heat to cook through evenly. But um, it might sound simple, but like I tend to burn mine <laughs> a little bit. They get a little bit um, brown around the edges, but for some reason, Linda's just got the knack for that. But if you've never had a crab or, for that matter, a prawn omelette, Okay, do yourself a favour, pearl your prawns or shell your crab and just try a crab on for breakfast or lunch and it, it'll set your day up really well. It's a, You know, the egg's all protein, so is the crab meat, but um, you walk away with, um, you know, it's like when you've had a great feed of uh, eggs, you've got a good protein breakfast. It keeps you going for quite a few hours before you start feeling hungry. That with a nice cup of coffee goes down really well or if you prefer tipples, a cup of tea. But... Um, <clears throat> Someone asked me about, we were talking about octopuses the other day, Al. Yes. And um, they, said, they said, oh, every time they cook it, they boil it and um, it comes out tough as. The trick is do not boil it. Okay. Simmer it. Simmer it. Uh, okay. All right. And just let it simmer and braise there for about 20, 25 minutes and it comes out a lot softer and then um you know like so if you simmer it in that red wine and reduce it to a simmer and just just let it uh go it won't go harder it's it's if you boil it you're gonna guarantee you could use it in your next game of squash uh, it's going to turn into a squash ball if you boil the living daylights out of it but all you got to do just just let it simmer and let it take in the flavour of the red wines and, you know, a little bit of um, spice in, in with the red wine. Um, take your time, cook it slow, and you'll have a meal that's worth worth eating. So, uh, yeah, two, two simple recipes, mate. But, uh, yeah, that's it for today. Hey, Pete, just one thing. A couple of people have said to me, I've tried it, it's very nice on the omelettes. If you want to add a nice flavour to it, add a couple of drops of soy sauce in it. Yeah, I suppose that would work because you get the saltiness of the soy sauce oh, come yeah. through. Yeah. And um, if, if, you don't like, if you don't like the saltiness, you could use the um, Indonesian soy sauce, the Kisat Manis. Or, or tamari. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, there's another dimension on its own. That's right. Yeah, and um, if you want a bit of zing, I um, generally use, um, just to top it off, um, a bit of Cholula or better still, Sriracha hot yes, chilli sauce uh, on that. And then, you know, like with the soy sauce and your, your egg and your crab, mate, and then, um, you know, just a little dabble of chilli sauce. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. But uh, tamares are a really good one too because it, it, it's got a it's got two flavours on its own. Yes, that's right. Yeah, no, that's, that's a really good tip there. And um, you don't have to put any salt on your omelette because if you're using the soy sauce, you've got enough of it. But fresh cracked black pepper, mm-mm, can't go wrong. <laughs> okay, Pete, you've made us all hungry. Thank you for that. Look forward yeah, to Grant, catching up. Stop, 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 Grant. Uh, you got to stop dribbling down your shirt, mate. You know, it gets embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not even going to comment. I'm not even going to comment. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to High Tide Radio, ladies and gents, where the, where the compare sits there with a bib. <laughs> I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. It's the only, it's the only radio show where the console's been repaired from, uh, from drool. <laughs> Liquid <laughs> problems. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, talk to you next week. Thanks, Pete. Peter Giles, he's a good boy. I am wearing a bib. That is true. <laughs>
I am wearing a bib. We'll take a break here on High Tide. It's 15 minutes away from six. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish kids than ever before who need your support. Wish kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. Those high-rise and difficult-access painting jobs, Skyhook Painting is the answer. Instead of using costly and unsightly scaffolding, Skyhook's expert tradesmen will abseil down your building, preparing and painting the surface as they go. So if you've got a high-rise or difficult-access painting job, get in touch with Skyhook Painting. Go to skyhookpainting.com.au or phone... 0449-849-949. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 07-56198-198. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone rate on 04 2SM Sydney's Talking 2SM 1269 On 2SM and the Super Radio Network This is High Tide Brought to you by Shimano Tomorrow's Tackle Today It's 12 minutes away from 6 at 6 o'clock We'll update the news and a big final hour of our weekend program coming your way after That's six. It. Now I've got to apologise to Pete Saylor. I didn't give him a heads up warning he was going to get a phone call. <laughs> I've just rang the guy. Hey, you're right to chat. Is yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter. How are you? Yeah, I'm used to flying out of bed in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> he said, did I wake him? I said, did take a while for the phone to pick up. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> it's, just, it's usually an off-course alarm going off or an anchor alarm or a high-water alarm or something in the boat, so... 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, now, very Houston. We, we lost you yesterday. I don't know if the Starlink played up or the phone went dead. Yeah, I don't know. The Starlink um, has dropped out a couple of times this, this trip, and I think it might be something to do with all the thunderstorms around. Or yeah. it's um, the fact that we're sort of a little bit closer to the coast and every time every now and again it picks up a, um, a, a Telstra tower or something like that for a short second. Oh, okay. Yeah, cuts, yeah, so cuts across. That's right. Yeah. So, so yesterday, the last we heard, you were, you were looking at um, the, the wind predictions and you were comparing the, 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 two, the two main models, the European model and the American model. And the last thing we sort of heard was if they're both saying the same thing, it's a relative safe bet that that's what the winds are going to be like. But what happens if they're polar opposites? Which one do you believe? How do, how do you go about okay. planning then? Um, I started to come down to the Bureau of Meteorology um, uh, site, and then it gets to the official um, uh, forecast. I'm still waking up too much here. <laughs> uh, the GMDS forecast, um, which will come out, which is the one I have to listen to as a professional mariner. It'll be there, and it's the official forecast, which comes out from the Bureau of Meteorology and says this is what the weather will be. Um, I'll still put my own swing onto it because I won't put myself into danger, you know, just because the Bureau says it's going to be blowing 15 knots. If it's blowing 45s and 50s out here, it's a, it's a whole different story. But the GMDSS, the um, uh, Global Maritime and Distress, um, it is the, um, the one which we have to follow. Um, so far as making decisions, and if you steer, if you steer outside of that advice, we could be in um, a, a bad situation if we had a problem. That's so, well, what what did you do that for? Um, and quite often, nearly quite often, it's always on the you know, side of uh, caution. So it's just generally the way we, we go at the end. Um, the Bureau of Meteorology is particularly good at forecasting weather. Yes. Um, the trouble they're looking at right now is. Um, and no one really knows exactly what's happening out there because it's a, it must be a weather system that hasn't come up on their uh, computers from the past and said this is what's going to happen in this scenario. We'll just have to wait and see in the next day or two. There hasn't been an update since uh, about 7 o'clock last night. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been watching that myself. But uh, we're going to make our way a little bit closer inshore today. So instead of being 60, 70 miles offshore, we'll work our way, you know, I'll probably said about 30, something like that, out of um, Port Douglas. So that's only a short run back in if we need to. And um, hopefully we won't have to go up the creek and put out all the ropes and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, Has there been any update on low oils? I know you said it was fairly well trashed from that uh, weather event we had last month. I haven't dived it, to be honest. Um, I was tempted on the way out, and the water was still muddy in that area, but um, uh, I, I still believe that it's, it's not good. They're hoping it's going to recover. Uh, I'm not holding a whole lot of um, hope on that. I have to I talk to this uh, one boat sailor way goes out there um, quite, quite regular, and they go to another cay called Mackay Cay as well. Um, now we did catch Mackay Cay and had a bit of snorkel and I was really impressed um, it was very good it's about uh, probably 15 miles um, east of uh, Cape Tribulation so right. just straight out off the Daintree I guess the good news for uh, Port Douglas is the coast road is open single lane and it takes you about an hour and a half or something um, to get down the coast road these days, but uh, yesterday there was bumper to bumper traffic and queues at each end trying to get through. <laughs> so I, I'm, 
I, I think the I think a lot of people might have said, "Oh, well, we'll go and have a look what's happened down there." Yeah. I think that was yeah. a little bit of a silly thing to do. Uh, do um, I tell you what, I was impressed with uh, some of the f- that uh, footage from you and Michelle diving uh, with the different fish and the things that were happening there. So you got some clear water on this trip. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a rather nice area. This area. Um, the um, we're at a place called uh, Steve's Bommy, um at Ribbon Reef Number Three, and it, it's probably one of the fishiest dives in Australia. Um, it certainly uh, gets a listing on the world world dive sites as um, way up way up there in the top ten. Um, it's not a shipwreck, but there is so many fish. Um, at times. Um, the whole view gets obliterated by the amount of fish you probably see in the pictures there um, that we put up on the Facebook sites there. But um, if you if you move to a, the next uh, Bombora, which might be about, about a half mile away, um, there's a bit of fish there, but nothing like what holds here. Yeah. Um, for some reason, it just sits in the right place at the right time. The current picks it up and the fish are absolutely fantastic. It's a great dive. There's no two ways about it. Oh, it's just beautiful footage. It's uh, spectacular. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we always go off searching for, for new locations. This time, a couple, a couple of guests we got on board, we decided that we're just going to, to stay around this area. Uh, we didn't want to venture too far and go exploring. Plus, we've been getting these squalls come through the night and have 40, 50 knots. And, um, they're just ridiculously strong. And we think, OK, we've got plenty of room on this particular anchorage. So it's a good one. The girls look like they're enjoying themselves doing the macarena last night, uh, preparing dinner. Ah, uh, yes, yes. There was a, um, a, a little tipple of the uh, red around yeah, as well. Alcohol was involved, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the tip I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they travelled a long way to be with us. One from France, one from Germany. Um, and uh, Michelle and I, so it's, yeah, it's a very relaxed sort of a trip. Ah, oh, that's good. Have you got any long trips planned yet? For this year? No, no, we haven't. Um, I've got a, a couple of, uh, of my sons getting married this year, and um, it's in September. And uh, the um, it's the boat's up for its five uh, for its fifth year survey, which means propeller shafts out and propellers off and rudders inspected and rudder stocks inspected, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, the internals of fuel tanks have to be inspected, so it's it's a big survey this year. Right. Okay. Um, so that'll that'll take um, almost a month out of the water, I guess, something like that. So we'll take the boat down to Cardor, most probably, and do some work on the boat there. And um, there is a little trip, and you probably know about this one, Alan, the New Caledonia run, which is coming up, and that's uh, that's getting tempted to join him with the crew that's going over there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Is 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 listening in? <laughs> ah, she's not listening yet. I'd break it to her gently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, um, we, we we were going to do a, a, a trip back to the Solomons, but um, uh, it's not out of the book. That's yeah. for sure. That's a possibility. But um, if we'd done that, we uh, would probably go um, Vanuatu. We'd also do um, uh, get the boat over down the coast and do uh, uh, New Caledonia, Vanuatu, and maybe up near the Solomons or back this yeah. way. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So okay. That's a no worries. Yeah, so. Today we've got the wind at about 15 knots outside there. It's um, most sun is to see at this stage, and uh, conditions seem okay. But uh, yeah, it's 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 that big cyclone offshore, which I'm pretty sure they'll probably name today, which okay. means they're out in a name storm. And but um, 
a changes all our insurance and all that sort of yeah, stuff. That's right. The name's gone. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, Pete, thank you for got the news coming up. Thank you for getting up and having a chat with us this morning. We'll have to make it a regular thing. That'd be lovely. Okay. I'll get a plan together that way. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> and a coffee before you go to where. Thanks, Pete. Pete Sayer there. Do it, jumping in at the last moment for us. We're going to break for the news on the other side of that. We're back with the last hour of the program. 2SM has Sydney talking. We used to be paying $600 a quarter for electricity. Now we're paying $1,200. At the bottom line, when you line up at the checkout, what you are living on, that's where it's still really hurting us. Small minorities are getting in there who have an agenda to push because we are quiet, and when I say we, I mean the majority, then we have to accept it. The minority blokes are out there jumping up and down in the street. That's why they're getting things through that they shouldn't be getting through. Summer mornings with Dave Cochran. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and Provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392-182. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Enjoy a brilliant $2,000 factory bonus on selected Santa Fe and Palisade plus a great $1,500 factory bonus on the Tucson SUV. Experience our most innovative SUVs packed with smart sense safety, advanced technology and intuitive design. Hurry, limited time only. Offer on select stock and not applicable on every model. T's and C's apply. Visit your local showroom today. Imagine that. Hyundai.